calling all future podcasters. If you have a podcast on your wish list, but have thought to yourself, it's going to take too long and it's going to take too much time to launch a podcast, you'll want to stick around because our guest today, Nicole Thompson, one of the first graduates of my podcast in a weekend course, is going to share her story of going through the course, her dreams of launching a podcast, and how she was able to use my course to launch her podcast in a matter of hours. And it's totally possible for you to do the same. Stay tuned to the end to hear all the details about a live learning experience coming up August 24th and 25th, 2021. I'll catch you on the other side. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. I have a special guest for us today. She is a graduate of podcasting in a weekend. In fact, she was a graduate in the very first class I ever offered of podcasting in a weekend. And she was able to launch her podcast quickly, faster than you're even going to believe. And I'll have her share the story when I bring her on. Today's guest is Nicole Thompson. She is the host of the Build Your Wealth podcast, and she is an expert at helping people like you and me that own businesses create an additional stream of income with a print-on-demand business. Welcome, Nicole. Let's bring you on. Hey, Young. How are you today? I am so good. I am thrilled you are here, Nicole, because you have quite a story to share as far as your podcasting journey, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with podcasting, I had wanted to podcast for a really long time. It had been a dream to have my own podcast. I, over the years, had become very addicted to listening to other podcasts and following them for business advice and really thought it would be great to have a platform of my own to teach people what I had learned in business and to help them create their own businesses as well. Um, probably a good year before I took your class, year, year and a half, I had made the decision that I wanted to launch a podcast. And I had gone and gotten a fancy microphone and I recorded my intro to it and was ready to get started. But then I hit a wall. I didn't know what the next step was. The The biggest issue I had was every time I tried to search in Google or YouTube, it just seemed like it wasn't as straightforward as I had initially thought it might be. And running into that wall became a stopping point for me. I just... That, that's I'm a story, <laughs> yeah, that's a story I hear so much that... People research podcasting and they get excited about it. They might buy the equipment just like you did. And then they go to try to figure out how to do it. And 
there's just, first of all, so much information out there from so right. many different sources. And oftentimes they contradict one another, which then everyone's left feeling like, okay, this is way too hard. I am just not even going to do it because this must be a sign that, that this is not the path for me. Right. Absolutely. And I was already running a business. So I already kind of had a lot on my plate and thought, well, you know, with everything being as daunting as it is and as time consuming as I thought podcasting was going to be, I really just put it on the back burner and decided I was going to wait until the time was right. So just before you launched your first class of podcasts in a weekend, I had actually purchased a much larger podcasting class that was given by a very well-known podcasting teacher in the industry today. In fact, I'm sure any of your viewers, if they're interested in podcasting, have probably heard of this person. Um, don't get me wrong, I think this person is great, but I was swayed to purchase your class as well, to participate in the first round, and figured, what the heck, you know, if it's, She's a friend. I definitely want to help out a friend, but I really want to get this podcasting started. And she claims I can do it in a weekend. <laughs> now, this other course that I had is gigantic. It's huge. It would take, I believe it was scheduled for about eight to 10 weeks to complete the course. And I, I barely scratched the surface with that. I took your class and Honestly, I, I wasn't even thinking I was going to be able to get through it. I didn't believe it. I did not believe I was going to be able to get through this podcasting setup in, in a weekend. Looking at the size of this other course that I had, uh, I thought there was no way possible. But I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> no, thank you. Because within that weekend, within a day, the very first day, I went through your lessons and within just a few hours, I actually had my podcast launched and live for people to hear. And that is incredible to go from a skeptic thinking there is no way possible based on the course you already had and the information you had gained so far that it was going to be possible to launch. So I love that you were a total skeptic and you just said, you know what, I'm going to trust the process. I'm yeah. going to jump in. It seemed way too good to be true. And then you messaged me just four hours into the class and you said, I'm done. And I thought, what? Because of course I laid out this class to be done over a weekend mm -hmm. and not in huge chunks of time in those little pockets we all have when we're moving from activity to activity. Maybe there's a 30 minute piece of downtime. You just pop in and do some classes because they're about five minutes long a piece. Right. So to hear you say and message me in four hours, I was flabbergasted. What did that feel like for you when you sent me that message and you said you were done? Well, I think I'd actually messaged you one time a little bit earlier when I had started to realize that this was actually going to come to fruition. This was going to be a thing. I remember as I was getting ready, I had chills running up and down my legs and my heart was pounding in my chest so hard with so much excitement that this was really going to happen. I was really going to have a podcast within just a little bit of time. And I know that, I mean, I even took a lunch break in between. <laughs> 
I had told my hubby because it was a weekend. I don't typically work on the weekends because I do work at home. I've had to set up those boundaries, but I told my hubby, I really want to see what this is about. I want to see if I'm able to get through this course and and see if Yang's really what she's cracked up to be. (laughs) But I, I went through the classes, you know, I have, I have my office right in the house and went through the classes here and there, came down, took a lunch break. And when I came back, the, the last couple hours that I put into it were just little bits and pieces finishing it up. And I still I still cannot believe that I was able to do that in such a short amount of time. And I had a live podcast that weekend. That I, I love this story so much because I think so many people who are watching live, catching the replay, or even listening on the podcast can totally relate with that moment of self-doubt where you think, well, that sounds really good, but I just don't know that I can do it. However, when you stop and just decide, you you make that switch and you say, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I love that you were testing me to see if what I had said was even possible because you totally didn't believe it. So thank you for putting everything that I put into the class you know, to test because that's really important. It was really important for me to be able to give all of you big wins because launching a podcast while it may not take a ton of time, if you put it together in the right sequence, I mean, it can just be super, super fast. And the fact that you were able to do it in just a couple hours, mm-hmm. that should be total inspiration for anyone who has even thought about starting a podcast. Right. Because the the other thing that was nice, too, is that there really was no pressure to get it done in the weekend. Uh, I had access to the class for for a good long amount of time, but the concept of getting it done in that weekend was there and it was an initiative. It was the fire under my tush that I needed to actually implement and, and take the steps to get my podcast up and running and live out to the world. Amazing. So let me ask you this. What was it about podcasts in a weekend that was different than the other course you purchased that helped you to see that that goal line and cross it by launching a podcast? Oh, there are so many aspects of it. I don't even think I can name just one. <laughs> the The biggest thing was a lot of what you research out there um, for actually getting your podcast up and running, like you said, is contradictory. There's no clean path. Now, the other course that I had, they, they spend so much time on the setup and the equipment and the fussing over uh, talking about what you're going to podcast about. And I think that is all transformational as you go out. Your podcast is going to morph with you as you grow in your business. And as you grow in what you're talking about, your podcast is going to follow along that path. All the setup, all the fluff that he's got in the class is completely irrelevant. There's you cut right to the meat and you get get all the good stuff right out there, front and center, the important stuff to actually get your podcast lost, launched. I love that. And, you know, it's this is the class that I wish that I had taken or was available back when I launched my podcast, because when I did it back in 2013, I took a class as well. But it was one of those, you know, six or eight week courses where, you know, you get a little bit each week and you do it and then you can kind of not ever see the end because you spend so much time in the foundational bits, which are important. And we do cover them in podcasts in a weekend. We do it it in a way that is fast because I know as a 
busy business owner, as a mom, I mean, we just have to get things done fast in those little windows of time that we have. And if not, then we're likely not going to come back and finish those things. Right. And I was extremely concerned looking at the size of the class that I purchased saying, well, how am I? I'm a busy business owner. I'm also a mom. How am I going to get through this class, implement the trainings and continue running my business and essentially put in time to create a podcast as well, a consistent podcast and you cover everything soup to nuts and get it done, you, like I said, you, you cut out all the fluff. So you really have a very concise way of teaching and you don't have any of the extra stuff that is, I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but it, it's, it essentially is. Well, it's not relevant to you launching. Some of those things right. come into play after you launch because once you've done that, you figure some things out. And it's like you said, it's trial and error. Your podcast can morph with you. And even this week on the podcast, we've been talking about variety is the spice in your podcasting life. So as your journey progresses as a podcaster, you know, you may want to add more of this and take out some of that. And it's still okay. And you're still going to be able to launch a sustainable podcast because yeah. it's not about just launching, but it's really about building those systems mm -hmm. and those processes. So each time you launch a, pro the, a podcast episode, it's the same. Right. And the, the other thing is a lot of the initial lessons in the class that I had were about uh, the very fancy equipment, getting the setup correct. And through your class, you really do cover this very well, is it's not necessary as long as you have a decent microphone. That's really all you're going to need because anything else is just, I don't want to say overkill, <laughs> but it's its not entirely necessary. Yes, you want good sound quality. It's something that's going to be playing in someone's ear. They're going to hear the little background noises. But as long as you have a decent microphone, and you really don't even need any other fancy equipment. A laptop or a cell phone will do. So mm -hmm. really cover everything and you make it so super simple. Well, thank you for saying all of that. If you are watching live or watching on the replay, pop any questions that you have about podcasting or podcasting in a weekend below, and I'll come back and answer those because I really do want you to be successful in your podcasting journey. Now, I know, Nicole, when you were researching podcasting and you had this goal for over a year, what were some of the questions that kind of held you back from getting started? I'd say the biggest question was actually how to create the, the podcast platform, like how I was supposed to, where I was supposed to upload my uh, episodes to and how I was then going to get those to iTunes or any of the other platforms because there really isn't a lot of information out there that displays it in any concise fashion, in any simple step-by-step -step instructions. The one that I was able to find information about was Libsyn and there's not a lot of good instructions on how to do it. And without having a lot of time to dedicate to it, I mean, I'm probably what I consider a perpetual student, mm -hmm. but I don't like to spend a lot of time researching and reading. I want everything right there in front of me. So I don't have time to spend yeah, With a pretty little bow, right? Yes, everything wrapped up in a neat little package. And having to dig through YouTube and Google 
was just not something I wanted to spend my time doing. And, and that was a huge roadblock for me. Well, and that's something definitely we cover inside of podcasts in a weekend because it is not clear really what you're supposed to do because people even message me and say, hey, I want to get on all these different platforms. How do I connect or how do I send my podcast to all of those? Well, inside the class, I'm actually going to show you a really, really simple tool that I use and Nicole uses where you connect everything and then they do the work to distribute your podcast on all those platforms, which is a huge time saver. Yeah, and it's it's one simple step for us as podcasters mm -hmm. where they can, I didn't even know there was much more out there than iTunes when I initially wanted to start a podcast. So it's really cool to see just how many platforms there are available to us that are all included and all taken mm -hmm. care of by this one trick. Absolutely. And there's so many different ways to record a podcast. You know, in the class, my preference is that you do something like this. You do a live video and then again, you install some software and put it to work for you. So it, it turns into an audio automatically so you can go do something else while this little machine is working in the background for you. So this is always my preferred method. But I know, Nicole, you do not usually record podcasts live, correct? Correct. I actually like to spend my time and really craft the the written word and make it into mm -hmm. something that people can listen to and very conversational. I'm not as comfortable on live. So I think I, I, I tend to sound a little bit, um, I stammer a bit. And <laughs> I feel like that, in my opinion, I don't like the way that sounds in my particular podcast. I know it's more natural and that's something I'm working on myself, but I love to record my podcast separately and I've done the intro and the outro and I love to play in the software like that. Um, but your version is a lot more automated and it is definitely a time saver to do it through your class. For sure. And you know, I tend to do both things. This this video will definitely become a podcast episode. And as soon as we're done, my software is going to go to work. It's going to automate it. And then I can then take that audio and put it into the podcasting host. And then they take care of the rest. So it's still a pretty simple, pretty non-time consuming process right. to do those couple of steps to get it live and active. And I've been playing around, too, with recording off camera, just with a microphone and some software. And the, the problem that I have when I do that sometimes is that I won't like how it sounds. And so I'll record and re-record and re-record and then try to edit that and re-record again and trash it and start again. So that <laughs> process takes me so long sometimes because I just want it to sound quote unquote perfect. And there really is no such thing. So I just like the efficiency of doing this live because I just know that when I'm done, I can move on, take a few minutes to do things on the back end and then it's live. Right. Right. Absolutely. And with, with, my recording it, I pretty much from the beginning, except for my initial probably 10 episodes, I've done the recording, just the audio portion of it. So I've, I've kind of crafted that to the point where I don't self-edit that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's definitely a hard habit to break because once you start doing that and, and spending a lot of time in the editing, you can definitely eat up whole days. And I am definitely responsible. Definitely of saying that I have done that too. So I'm going to show you how to avoid some of these pitfalls because, you know, it's all about efficiency and these pockets of time and, you know, helping busy moms and busy business owners 
have this marketing tool in their toolkit that is a podcast because it has the potential to reach so many different people because now it's not just an audio on one platform. It's an audio on, I think, close to a dozen platforms as soon as you press publish, which is an amazing, amazing tool. Right. Absolutely. Were there any other questions that kind of held you back and you thought, "Mm, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know about this technology. Did you have any stumbling blocks with tech in particular? Um, I'm pretty techie, so that wasn't really much of a hindrance. But the way that you walk us through setting everything up, I will admit that there, the applications that you've got us working in, I had never heard of before and was completely unfamiliar with. But you break it down so perfectly that I, I can whiz my way through those now. And it's like second nature, all because of your trainings. I love that. And definitely, I recommend some pieces of software inside podcasts in a weekend. However, I show you what your life will look like and what the process will look like without that software and with. So you totally have the choice to go down whichever pathway you want. I will definitely always recommend automation because that's really where the magic of podcasting comes in. When we can start automating, we can start leveraging, reaching more people because, my friends, there is absolutely someone out there waiting for you and your message, and they would love to be able to take your voice and put it in their back pocket as maybe they're going for a walk or they're driving to work. So it is time to podcast. Nicole, I want to thank you so much for jumping on this live today with me and sharing your podcasting story, because I think there's so many parts of what you share that can resonate with so many listeners and so many viewers. So thank you, my friend. Oh, it's been absolutely my pleasure. I am so excited that I've been able to launch my podcast thanks to you. And I love that people are hearing my message. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. If you're ready to launch a podcast of your own and you want to learn how to use Facebook ads properly to build an engaged audience from the get-go, you'll definitely want to save your seat for the Podcast Launchpad. Podcast Launchpad is a brand new two-day live learning experience hosted by me and Facebook ads ninja, Tammy P., It's happening Tuesday and Wednesday, August 24th and 25th. You can get all the details and save your seat at youngpratt.com slash launchpad. We're taking the best of my podcast in a weekend experience and combining it with Tammy's super successful ads framework and compressing time for you to give you success fast. Imagine launching a podcast along with creating effective Facebook ads to supercharge an audience of eager listeners. It can all be yours by heading to youngpratt.com slash launchpad. There's someone out there waiting for your podcast. Let's make it a reality together. Save your seat at youngpratt.com slash launchpad. Until then, my friends, go out there today and amplify your awesome.